the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives captives free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance. Give up your heart. Love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with a great friend, uh, just really a new friend that has become a great friend and uh, just an awesome brother, Luke Hatton. He is a sales leader and advisor, um, sell, doing all types of sales. We'll talk about that at Datadog and a go-to-market advisory leader at Data Day. And we are so grateful to have you on the show, Luke, to talk a little bit more about this passion of yours to fight human trafficking. Welcome. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So um, you and I have uh, just been kind of getting together on a couple different things um, as it relates to IT biz and other things that um, really you've shared with me are a passion of yours and bringing love and bringing generosity and bringing care to people in need in our world. And I thought it would be really uh, good to have you invite you on the show to to share a little bit about your heart uh, for the for people, for caring for people, for loving for people, uh, loving people. And um, I wanted to just start off with, you know, so you're in sales and you came. I don't know how you came to learn a little bit about human trafficking. Oh, I think I think I remember now you had shared with me that you were at church and you heard us talking or you learned about Love Never Fails through a church uh, presentation. But how did you find out about human trafficking? And, you know, what what really pulled on your heart when you heard about it? Yeah, so I, you know, I don't know where I first learned about human trafficking, but being in the Bay Area, you just kind of start to learn if, if you're if your ears are open, you start to learn just how prevalent and disastrous a problem it is. And then when you start to, you know, look around the world, ouch, you know, this is a huge problem that that we need to fix. And so my heart already was sort of starting to stir around it. It was starting to break. And as you mentioned, I'm a man of prayer. And so my every single day, I spend time with the Lord and I try to see what's breaking his heart, right? Mm -hmm. Lord, what is my role? You mentioned I'm, I'm a sales. Uh, I'm a sales guy. I'm in the marketplace. I have a regular job. I'm not a full time missionary. But Lord, what is my role, right? Yeah. And so He started to talk to me about this issue that He has a real heart for. Jesus has a real heart for uh, victims of sex trafficking and survivors, and a heart to heal that. And so, not long after He started to stir me and show me His heart uh, f- for those folks out of hardship. I ran into love never fails mm. and funny, you know, I ended up spending more time with the IT biz side of things. Although I came into love never fails, not knowing that that existed whatsoever. And yeah. so I started working with you guys. I started learning your heart. I started, you know, speaking to other people about love never fails and Hey, why do you guys uh, like this organization and what are they doing that excites you? Yeah. 
So that excited me. I started to go down uh, that rabbit hole and just see, hey, what sort of impact can I have here? And then yeah. discover IT biz. And I yeah. show up my alley because <laughs> helping people um, get into the, the tech market. Right. Right, right. And I'm not an engineer, but I know a lot of engineers and there's a lot of folks that you work with that are looking to get into sales and I'm happy to talk to them. And so I guess in short, my heart around this is because Jesus has a heart for this and I spend quite a bit of time with him and, you know, you are who you associate with. And so Mm. that's sort of my introduction to Love Never Fails and this area of we'll call it needed kingdom advancement, but also great opportunity for the kingdom as well. Wow. Yeah. I love that you are who you spend a lot of time or you become like who you spend a lot of time with in it. And I got to be honest with you. That was one of the things that drew me to you uh, when I, the more I hear about the the time you're spending with the Lord in prayer. Um, I just know that, um, that, holds a lot of weight for me and, and, and knowing that he pressed this issue on your heart is very comforting to me because it just, um, for me as a leader in the space where I often feel alone and, um, or like I'm out on a limb, not alone, but just like, you're getting really wacky here, Vanessa, like you're doing some real strange out of this, out of, out of the box kind of moves here. And, and, and so it's really helpful to know that um, the Lord continues to press upon the heart of praying people to be, um, you know, prayer partners and to be walking alongside um, us while we're doing this work. And so that's just, um, again, it's a, it's a comfort to me. Uh, I think I mentioned to you that we have uh, churches joined together on the first Monday of every month. Uh, from 9.30 to 10.15 that are part of our church coalition. Um, And um, we come together and do corporate prayer. And every time we do that, it's only 45 minutes, but I just always feel like I've had like some kind of spa day because I know like everybody is praying for us and I just feel lathered up with all these beautiful prayers. So anyway, um, so, 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 you know, one thing that I wanted just a few scriptures that I think are relevant here, right? So Psalm 146, nine says the Lord watches over the foreigner and sustains the fatherless and the widow, but he frustrates the ways of the wicked. And, you know, one thing I can say, you know, as someone who didn't wasn't raised with my father, who as somebody who, you know, has been a single mom, um, I'm not anymore. But, you know, there was a time in my life who I when I was and to know that I had um, I had this God, this Lord watching over me and how much more comfort do I have knowing that he is also watching over everyone of these beloveds, every one of these children that are in these homes that are in IT biz, watching over every single one because he loves us. Isn't that cool? (laughs) So cool. cool. And, and you're right. And the fact that he brought you up and the victims up in prayer, I mean, that should validate your listeners, but also you, Vanessa, like the Lord sees you. Right. Mm. You're like, man, I'm out, out on a limb here and I'm way out of the box. I think the Lord says to you and to the victims, like, man, I see you. Mm. Right? That's his heart, right? His heart is to encourage, to draw you in, to heal. And so it's just a blessing to be a part of that. I mean, why yeah. he chooses to work through through me, through you, I, you know, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's but it's because he sees us and he loves us and we get to be a part of it. And I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so incredible. I, I, um, yeah, thank you for that. And for saying that so, so, uh, intently, I, I definitely know that. And, um, you know, I appreciate that, um, he's even unfolding strategies for us and, and, you know, things that we can work on together. And when I want to, we're going to take a quick break here and we're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit about it biz, right? So some of the things that we've started to do in terms of matching some of our graduates with open opportunities in the tech world. Um, Seems like it's not, you know, earth shattering, but actually uh, it's quite 
uh, quite a commitment and we, you know, something that we need more of, right? So if there's people that are listening that say, yeah, I can do that. I can help source opportunities for people who are trained, right, to do um, entry-level customer service, entry-level sales, entry-level engineering roles, project management roles. I've, I've got roles coming out of my ears. Sure. I'd love to find uh, talent that I can, you know, insert. That's something that you immediately jumped on kind of, I guess, salesman that you are. <laughs> You're like, let me sell your, your, your graduates here um, and their talent, right? To these partners of mine. So, all right, well, we are going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about that. And also some very interesting projects and things that you're working on. So we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Are you struggling to find peace in your life? Feeling anxious? Or going through a difficult life storm? Scott Dixon, a Christian humanitarian filmmaker and host of the Dove Teachings web series, wants you to know that you are not alone. Go to doveteachings.org to see great Dove Teaching lessons, pastor insights, and aspiring testimonies. You can watch the current show and more at doveteachings.org. That's D-O-V-E teachings.org, where you will find peace in your daily life through the teachings of Jesus. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion now into here's action the host of Love and Never Love Fails Radio, Vanessa list. Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Luke Hatton, who is a sales leader and advisor working at Datadog and also on the go-to-market advisory committee at Datadog. Uh, we are uh, talking about what brought Luke to this fight against human trafficking and what I heard was prayer. Woo-hoo. Yes. Woo-woo. Um, and then, you know, what, what, what is he doing to, what is he doing about it? Right. So, um, I, you know, I, I, um, I have my, some funny sayings, Luke. So I, it's all about not talking about it, be about it. Don't just talk about it, be about it. And, you know, you're being about it uh, and matching some of the openings that you see there in, in the marketplace with some of the talent that we have. And so just to be clear, you know, people are graduating from our program with Agile Scrum Master certifications. They're graduating with Cisco, with Google, with AWS Cloud, uh, those types of certifications, albeit uh, CompTIA A plus as well. They're, they're, they're entry level, but they are demonstrating a technical strength acumen. Uh, they're also taking SDR training and they um, they happen to be, um, you know, uh, predominantly women. Um, our classes are more than 50 percent women, which is unheard of. Uh, and 68 percent black and Latino and 100 percent low income, low, no income. Uh, these individuals are, you know, when you talk about diversity, they're the ones that people say, OK, you know, this is this is this is the this is the target market you're looking for, and they're they're demonstrating that they're hungry for it. And so the fact that you're willing to be that kind of bridge is really wonderful. What kind of prompted you to take that on, and how do you think um, how do you think that's going, and where do you see it going from here? Well. I think it suits me. <laughs> yeah. It's too bold to say, but I think that might actually help the listeners to say, you know, if your gifting is in a certain area, focus on that area. And so for mm-hmm. me, my, my gifting, or rather where God has placed me, is in tech sales and in the Bay Area, or at least I was. Now I split time with the Bay Area and Austin, but that's, you know, they call it the Silicon Valley Trail. So I'm around a lot of the tech community. And so, hey, that's where I am. 
Uh, I've made myself available to the Lord. And so when I hear about this opportunity to help place people, to, to help people get into jobs and advance their careers and advance their lives, I, I jumped on it. And mm-hmm. that's what I would want to message, I think, to a lot of the people in my position. I mean, listen, like <laughs> most people want to help in some way. Right. I would say most people would jump on the opportunity to help, but a lot of folks don't know how. And they go seeking, sometimes frustratingly so, for, you know, what what can I learn? What can I do differently? How could you're already in the right position? You're in the Bay Area. There's a lot of tech opportunity. There's a plenty of, of job openings, uh, especially for entry level. And so use your network, use your referral system at your company uh, and make yourself available uh, to mm-hmm. these folks who need it. And so right. I think it's going and, you know, I, I, well, I think IT biz is doing great. So in terms of IT biz and, and how the training is going and I mean, the attitude from the students that I've seen is really phenomenal. I mean, yeah. the heart and the work ethic, I just, I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, I think there's so much room for uh, particularly improvement from the recipient side, right? So the company is receiving these graduates from the, the people working at these companies to say, hey, I can help or lend a hand. Mm-hmm. I think there's a ton of room for, I don't even want to call it improvement, just availability, just mm-hmm. making yourself available to receive these resumes. And you know what? I mean, you called it out, Manessa. I mean, I, I hear a lot of talk in the tech business around DEI, yet here we are with this very large pool that fits that perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I, I see hesitancy, right? So it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We need to um, we need to call out the areas of improvement and stick to them, right? Yeah. So that that's that's how I think it's going. I mean, the, it's it's endless opportunity. I think we keep going. I'm really happy with what's happened, but yeah. I do see a lot of areas uh, for for further growth. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it, it's a it's a tough one, um, Luke, because you know I worked in tech for 23 years before I quote unquote retired to do this work full time four years ago, and I was doing you know LNF and and uh, and um, and Cisco simultaneously for eight years. And, um, and what, you know, what I, I saw, I saw a huge transformation in Cisco. When I first started there, I was an engineering manager. I was the only person of color that was in a leadership uh, role period. Um, uh, Well, the engineering manager role, my boss was Latino and he gave me an opportunity and, you know, and then I was able to open up the door for and I was the only woman for sure. And then the only person of color. And so that was um, that was very challenging. And also I came from um, very low, you know, high poverty. So I didn't understand a lot of the culture of affluence. I didn't understand how to navigate. You know, I still remember. The first time I um, came to a, a team meeting, and this will ma- this will make you laugh. But I came to a team meeting. There was all this food, bacon and eggs and fruit, and this whole kind of breakfast uh, layout just for a regular Monday morning, like just breakfast at the back of the room, and croissants and coffee and just you name it. And I I was just uh, you know looking back there, and I'm like, wow. That smells good, you know. Oh, yummy. And I remember saying to the person next to me, Is that for us? And they they were like, Yeah, that is, we get that every Monday morning and sometimes every day. And of course, it was startup culture. You know, at the time there were a lot of companies starting up in the tech world. So the bigger ones were trying to keep up. But I just, I was like, what? Oh my gosh. And so it's simple things like that, that we may take for granted in the tech world that someone from an IT biz class and certainly from my background um, would need someone to be their friend is sitting next to them going, you can eat that bacon and eggs back there. That's for you. Uh, You're worth it. You're, you know, you're, you know, you we're investing in you. You can, not work 16 hours a day for fear of losing your job. You actually can rest 
You know, you can't, there's just so many, I could go on and on and on about all the events. I should probably write a book about the assimilation that happens when you come into a industry where there's affluence and where there's people who, you know, are used to having things. And when you don't, when you've never had those things and what you have to, you know, the, the acting that you have to do, the pretending you have to do. And so to your point, you know, it's, it's open the door and then help me get familiar with what's going on here. Cause this is all new. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And we have plenty of doors, right? We just need people to open them. And so I, I totally hear you. I think, you know, the guidance, the mentorship, I mean, that's a, that's a whole nother ball game that we really haven't talked about. I, I think yeah. that there is a level of mentorship that really should occur because it is more than just like, there's the door now do your best. You know what I mean? That's, mm. You know, you, you took them through step one, but you know, we, we really need more. I mean, that's really what discipleship is anyway. And so mm-hmm. that's, I think, an area of improvement, something that, you know, we try to do, but you're right. I think, you know, helping to break or at least help interpret some of uh, the cultural, uh, mm-hmm. what I would really call abnormalities. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Really abnormal. What you describe, like if you think of it from a global context, um, but then also, you know, just speaking to the the tech workers in my position, right? Like you, you have an opportunity there, right? You have the opportunity to disciple somebody. You have the opportunity at some of these lavish sales uh, dinners to box up some of the leftovers. I did that every time. Look, let me tell you, people thought I was so, and I would say, I, I would just say, you know, I'm, I'm, I come from a poor background. There's no way I can walk away. I would go to the uh, executive briefing center and they would have these tables full of food that they would leave. And it just broke my heart to know that that was being left there. And I would, I even ask them people, the food people like, why is it being left there? Oh, because we could be sued if we give it out. I said, can I pack this up and take it out? And, and, uh, and a few of them were like, go ahead, go ahead. And they turned the other way, you know, and I packed up food and I handed it out. Yeah, and I went home. Me, me, and some of the homeless folks outside the restaurant had a five star meal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. There's plenty of opportunity there too. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, well, we're gonna take a break. Oh, I just love this. Um, this is so good. And um, we'll take a break. We're gonna come back. I want to talk about your philosophy about generosity because I think it's quite unique. And. Um, Uh, Yeah, we'll come right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Luke Hatton. We're just having a great discussion about creating a bridge between the tech world and IT biz and and finding ways to be relevant to survivors and other vulnerable people in our community. And uh, Luke, I wanted to talk to you. Uh, One of the things I wanted to bring into this discussion is 
your philosophy around generosity. Um, and so maybe you could share a little bit with the listening audience. What is your philosophy and what is it informed by? Well, my philosophy is that Jesus is king. <laughs> we'll start there. Mm-hmm. And that he desperately wants to have a relationship with us. And so my what I'm informed by is my time with Jesus, right? And so when I spend time with the Lord every single day, I am, like I mentioned earlier, I'm starting to become more like, right? It's, it's the best because it is, you are who you associate with, yes. But then he starts to kind of open up opportunities, show you how to act, show you his heart for, uh, you know, whether it be the nations or certain people groups or, or, or certain victims um, like that you're dealing with. Then you're starting to become more like Jesus and you're starting to, uh, I guess, foster and cultivate a relationship with him. So that's what gets me excited. So that's, that's the first piece of it. Now, the second piece amongst many others is that Jesus is generous. Like that is a very real personality trait of God. And so when you start to associate with the Lord, he starts to bestow that personality on you and you get to exercise it. Right. And if there's grace and exercise, I did so many silly, like generosity type move maneuvers when he was teaching me about generosity things that I wouldn't necessarily agree with anymore, but yeah. he was training me to step out. Right. He was training me on how to have a heart really, mm. of the world. He was growing me in love. And so I think that's the first piece that I would say really informs it. It's, it's collaboration. It's strategy. And it's fatherly love uh, with the Lord. So when you're in that place, you start to be molded, right? So, I mean, think of, uh, you know, David says, teach me your ways, oh Lord, right? So that I may rely on your faithfulness. Like, I want to know his ways. Like Moses knew his ways. The Israelites knew his deeds, but Moses knew his ways, right? And what, what else do we know? His ways are higher than my ways, which means that in the prayer time, there might be some things going on in this head that probably aren't right. I got to question some of the ideas I come up with on my own. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're like, Oh, like Lord, is this from you? Right. And so I would say that's the, that that's the centerpiece. Right. And, and really the whole arena around generosity for me is it's a, it's a trait of the Lord's and it's me becoming more like the Lord. And I get to exercise that. Mm-hmm. Right. Amongst yeah. other things too. Right. You know, evangelism. <laughs> you know, healing, things like that. But generosity is the one that he's really just put uh, like dead center in my heart. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I understand completely. Um, There's something about giving when God says give it's a, it's not a task. It just feels so right. And, uh, but in the early days, I don't know if you had this challenge, but uh, in the early days, I um, that it didn't feel all that right. <laughs> some some of the stretching to give that you know that I was pressed toward early on was almost like, you know, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Because I'm going to stretch you to give things that you are going to be painful to give. Do you ever get to those? The giving is is painful. Oh yeah, I, I fully believe in sacrificial generosity. I fully mm-hmm. believe that he wants you to stretch beyond what you think is possible because it increases your faith, right? Mm-hmm. And so and I think when I come to those places, especially for some of you know the listeners who I mean they don't know anything about me, but are maybe making some assumptions, I would say it does not matter what your income is whatsoever. The scoreboard, so to speak, Jesus broke it, first of all, and Mm -hmm. it does not exist, right, in terms of monetary value. And so, and you see that with, you know, the woman with two coins, you know, Mm -hmm. gave more than everybody else. You you, you see that when, you know, Zacchaeus said, Lord, Lord, I gave away half, right? And then says, wow, like Jesus says, salvation has come to this house. Like there is no direct scoreboard, you know, that equates necessarily to our money, but it does correlate to what the Lord is asking you to do. And so I would say, you know, in terms of sacrificial giving, you know, yes. Do you want to be a cheerful giver? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But one thing I've found that's important is that there is a difference between joy and happiness sometimes, right? It might not feel perfect, right? Lord, this is a stretch. This hurts. I can't go you know, get that new car or whatever it might be. I can't do that because I'm sacrificing for you. 
Because it's like, what does he say? He says, test me in this, right? Yes. Corinthians says it's to your advantage to do this. What's God after? He's after a relationship with you. Yeah. And he says that you're enough and he just wants to pull you in closer. And this is one of those things where like, Vanessa, you know, like I'm all about advancing the kingdom. I'm all about, you know, advancing through love never fails and IT biz and, and the stuff that I do with the Ron, but God's so good that when you act on that advancement, it pierces your own heart too. Mm-hmm. Right? It makes you become more like Jesus. It makes you become more um, like the person that Jesus is describing, uh, which is um, thirst and hunger for righteousness, right? Like mm-hmm. we pray all the time, like, Lord, you know, I'm, I want a new job or I'm about to get laid off. Help, help, help. And all these things are very legitimate, but how often are we really praying? Like, Lord, like, like teach me your ways that I may rely on your faithfulness. I want to hunger and thirst for your righteousness. And so that's the sword that pierces back at you also, which is why I have such a heart to stir up the zeal for generosity in people, because that's going to make you, that's going to bring you closer to Jesus. And so I say, amen. And we get to forward the king. Yes. Yes. Wow. Well, I think it's, um, I think it's just a beautiful picture of, um, I love the, the contrast of joy and happiness, right? Because we can sometimes think they're the same thing and they just aren't. Um, but the, the, the joy of the Lord, uh, being our strength and taking us through those, those times of pressing, always produces, I don't know about you, but I get the most joy out of seeing a plan come to pass. Like, oh my gosh, you told me to go sew this thing and it was hard for me to sew. And then I see it unfold and it's like exceedingly and abundantly above all I imagine. I mean, it's just like, wow, that for me, and it doesn't even have to be in my life. It could be in anybody's life, but I just, I just love that. You know, I love watching the Lord do what he wants to do, you know, it's well, he wants to satisfy us. Right? I mean, he does promise like, come to me and be satisfied. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, there are things that he asks us to do that are hard, right? Yeah. You know, going to become a missionary in inland China, purity, for example. Yeah. Generosity is really no different. It's going to be difficult, but there is a role for you. Right. That's unity in the church. You know, we have the feet. We need the hands doing their job. Mm, That's so good. That's so good. Okay, so when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about that. I actually want to share some stats and then I want to talk about your project with Iran. I want to just the listening audience to hear a little bit because it's so, you know, different than everything that you're working on here. And I just think it's but it's so so the same. It's the heart of Christ. And so uh, I wanted wanted to bring that into our discussion as well. So we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Luke Hatton, and we're just having a discussion about human trafficking, about the cross-section with generosity, and then other places that 
um, you know, need to be supported in order to make sure that we show forth the love of Christ everywhere that we go. A few stats that I thought would be interesting, just dovetailing into the discussion about generosity. Um, according to a uh, not to nonprofit source. So I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they do a lot of data gathering for nonprofits and uh, churches. Only 5% of church members give regularly. Households that make more than $75,000 a year are the least charitable. And Christians today give 2.5% of their income. Um, and so just to give you an idea for the comparison during the Great Depression, that number was 3.3%. And 37% of those who consider themselves evangelicals do not give to churches at all. So tell me, what is this about, Luke? This is kind of heartbreaking, don't you think? Yeah, it, 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 it you know makes me weep. So, but here's what I need to be reminded of is Jesus is coming back, right? Mm-hmm. And so like, the mission is going to happen. That said, he's choosing to use us and we're missing out. Like my, my, when, I, when my heart breaks in hearing those stats, it's not just that we're missing out on the advance that we could have and the people that are broken and hurting and organizations like yours that will miss out on those funds. Although that's very important. My heart breaks for the people that just don't know the Lord, right? And like what he's capable of and, mm-hmm. and and the intimacy that you can have with God and the closeness and the relationship, like all of that is completely missing because and it's reflected in the stats, right? Like one of my Persian friends, and we've talked a little bit about Iran. One of my Persian friends says a, a praying church is a pain church, Right. If, if you're spending time with the Lord, you're going to become more generous. And so what do I hear with those stats? I I'll tell you what I'm worried that I hear. And this is going to go deep here. I'm worried that I hear the people that are in the future will say, Lord, Lord, didn't we do this or that in your name? He's going to say, like, I'm sorry, like I never knew you. Right. And so that's where my heart breaks is because I'm worried that those are those people. But again. They're just, they're missing out is all I can really say, because there's a wealth to be had there. And generosity is, is a source of that. Yeah. I've always been someone who feels very responsible for people and maybe to, to a fault, um, you know, just, just like looking at someone laying on the street and I'm just like, there's just no way I cannot look at them and think. How can I get them some water? How can I get them some food? How can I make, why are they here? You know, what happened? Um, And that is my heart's desire that it's not about taking people's money. It's about helping them to see someone else's need and, and giving them the opportunity to have joy meeting it like a child, like when you give your child good gifts, they're all, yay, you know, they're happy. That's, I just know, I just am connected to the father's heart like that. He wants his children to have good gifts. And um, yeah, it makes me think about, you know, the first time we opened a house, Luke, I don't know if I told you this story, but first time we opened our first house um, and I think it was in 2000, let's see, 16, my gosh, it's been seven years. And um, and we we opened the home and because I came from a very impoverished background, I said, I'm going to open this house with secondhand everything. I'm going to get I'm going to get couches wherever I can get them, beds wherever I can get them. Just kind of hodgepodge. Sorry to say, like I had in my mind, we're just going to throw some junk together and we're going to have a safe place for people to live as best we can. Um, I had somebody who was philanthropic. She wrote me a check for $75,000. Every dollar of that was going to go towards rent and putting food in there and turning the PG&E on. And it was a five bedroom home, pristine and never been lived in, never been used, just built. And uh, it was just miraculous how I got the home, by the way, just a side note. It was a home that cost uh, $4,000 a month 
in rent. And um, I talked to the landlord and he said, I don't know why I'm doing this, but he cut like $24,000 off of my annual lease just out of nowhere. He's like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. And so I had the money to, to, to basically run the house um, for a couple of years. And I assembled that in a, in a seven week period. It was just like, just, it just was all miracles. Do you know, Luke, that, that, the Lord sent people with brand new pottery barn um, furniture, brand new leather ottomans and leather couches and, and a big screen TV. He gave us a uh, antique uh, family table that we could have family dinners on China cabinet, China closet. He, 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 I was satisfied with the scraps and he said, no, he said, no, I don't want anything but the best for my babies. And they moved into that house. I, w- I cried my eyes out because that house was so much better than I, any house I had ever lived in. I wanted to move in. <laughs> so, so good. I mean, because again, like, what does that reveal about God's personality, right? It yeah. says. It's it's him saying to you, it's him saying to the people living there, you are not secondhand. You're not second rate, right? Like you get my best, right? You're not a second rate Christian. You're not, a, you know, I, I am yours and, and you get excellence out of yeah. me, right? Again, it's to your advantage. Yeah, it's so beautiful. So you're wanting to bring this to, to everyone, to the world. And the Lord has given you a burden for Iran. And through your, you said you've grown up with some Persian friends and you've become exposed. We only have a little bit of time, but I want, I want people to hear this as well, because it's not just to your people group, it's to the world that the Lord loves so much. Tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, the Lord has a heart for the world, for the nations, and he's exposed his heart to me uh, for Iran specifically. And you mentioned some of that background. But what's really interesting to me is since getting to know you over the, the last few years, and then uh, now these Persian groups that I'm working with, lo and behold, I've come to discover that there's actually a huge need uh, to eliminate sex trafficking in Iran. It's, it's, it's rampant. It's terrible yeah. over oh, there. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, in, in part of it has to do uh, culturally, et cetera. I won't get into that, but there is a very large need um, to help survivors, uh, to help women uh, and the marginalized in Iran. And so we are working towards that. And uh, through a bunch of different means, I can't get into it, obviously, for security purposes, but that's where my heart is. And I want to advance the kingdom in Iran. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, what what I want is for Persians to do just like Nebuchadnezzar and, Mm -hmm. you know, raise my eyes up to heaven and my sanity returns to me. And I give glory to the God of heaven and earth. Like that's what I want to see because God bestows dignity on people as, as you say. And so I want to see dignity restored in these areas. And so does the Lord. Yes. Wow. Wonderful. Okay. Well, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about ways that people can plug into these programs and support the work that we're doing. We'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. 
where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Um, Thank you so much, Luke, for joining us on the show. It's such a pleasure to have you. So great to be here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, we have some ways that you can plug in today. Um, If you're feeling just inspired, you're feeling moved, you're feeling called to support this work that we're doing, I want to invite you to do that now by going to loveneverfailsus.com forward slash donate. You can become a member or you can do a one-time giving. You can also, as many corporations have a matching um, program, we're part of Bright Funds and we're part of uh, just all of the different charity navigator um, and so on and so forth. So if you want to check out all of our financials, they're on our website. You can look at our audits, um, you know, and um, certainly our strategic plans for the future. I know that's important. So please um, do support the work that we're doing. And if it's not us, please just support I get involved in giving and giving of your heart, giving of your time, talents and treasures. Um, And so I also want to um, invite you to join us at our community engagement center, which is in the city of Hayward, to donate any gently used and or new things that you would like to keep moving uh, to the next person. Um, You can do that by dropping by at 22580 Grand Street in Hayward, California. Cross Street is 8th Street. And we are open from 12 to 5 p.m. And so, yeah, we'd love to uh, just continue. We have uh, we have a career closet there. We have a men's closet, a women's closet. We have uh, we give out toiletries and food. Um, we actually need specific things. There's a wish list for um, on Amazon for the specific things we have because some people that come by don't have teeth and they need certain um, they need certain foods that are soft to eat. Um, that are non-perishable. So there's things like that that um, you could help with. There are other kind of non-perishable items for just families um, and coloring books for kids that are living in hotel rooms. You name it. There's lots of things we need. You You can just reach out to myself or to Sandy, who is the Community Engagement Center uh, manager and her email is sandy sandy at loveneverfillsus.com. Also want to invite you to get involved with our IT Academy. Um, right now we're in the middle of this year's cohort, but we're actually thinking to start a quarterly cohort. If that is of interest to you, um, we'd love to hear from you. You can shoot me an email at vanessa at loveneverfailsus.com and say, I'm interested in a quarterly IT biz cohort so that we can kind of get a sense of who might be interested. We'd love to, we're gauging that out and talking to a couple of uh, cities and counties about that because there's some interest in doing more of what we're doing. Also, we currently have our self-study classes available. There's some Python scripting classes. Um, there's some cybersecurity classes. Again, this is all free to you. And you can sign up today at loveneverfailsus.com forward slash IT biz. Um, one bit of sad news all. Um, uh, many of you saw on our all of our social media that SB 357 actually was signed by the governor on July the 1st. What that means is that on January the 1st, 2023, um, it will be legal for loitering for the purpose of prostitution in California. This is a horrible outcome, very heartbreaking. I want to ask you to just lift this up in prayer with us. Um, and if you, if you would like to learn more about a possible solution to this issue um, by providing more exit services and more outreach, because we know that there's going to be more demand and there's going to be more people out there, more people recruited. If you want to help us um, meet the immediate needs of those individuals, you can learn more at Pathways to Safety, P-A-T-H-T-O-S-A-F-E-T-Y, Safety, Pathways to Safety, and that is an S at the end of Pathways, uh, pathways to safety.org. There we have a descriptor of a strategy that will provide exit services and diversion services for buyers and exploiters, right? So exit strategies for survivors, diversion for buyers and exploiters. Please take a look. We'd love your feedback and we'd love your signature on the petition that is there. All right. We also, again, 
really covet your prayers in this regard because this has been heartbreaking for so many of us that have been working hard on this for the last 18 months. Um, And then, of course, we want to invite you to just stay in the loop with everything we're doing by going to our website, which is loveneverfailsus.com. You can also follow us on social media. Twitter is loveneverfails5. Instagram is loveneverfails. Loveneverfails us. Uh, and Facebook is Love Never Fails fan page. And um, and then we, of course, are on LinkedIn. All right. Well, there you have it. A bunch of different ways that you can get in touch with us. Again, we want to invite you to be a part of the solution here. Be a part of the hands and feet that are out there serving and meeting the needs of the people that are um, that are really, really in desperate situations. And of course, to always ask for your prayers as we go forth. And lastly, if you haven't heard it before, or perhaps you need to hear it again, we want to make sure that we end today by reminding you that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.